You're listening to Those Nellen Brothers Podcast. I almost hit the bump again. I, was I know, like, right? What, I was what are like, you doing? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press the button. Hey, guys, this is Tim. This is episode number 37. Uh, this is Brett. We are three nerds that happen to be ner- happen to be brothers. Happen to be nerds. <laughs> we're happen three be, nerds that happen to be nerds. No. We're three nerds that happen to be nerds. Okay, we're three nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, anything else we happen to like. I'm David. I- I'm here from the road. <laughs> From the, from the road. No, we can't tell at all. No. Hey, see, look at this. We give him one line. Okay, he's like, how's it going, bros? I haven't talked to you in a week. How's it been? Two weeks. Sorry I missed last episode. Da-da-da. I'm on the road driving. <laughs> hey, Brett, <laughs> I think we're going to that spot. What? Uh, did, did I'm you... hearing I'm hearing a lot of birds. I'm uh-huh. hearing two. I'm hearing two birds. <laughs> just, did, did, did you listen to the last podcast? Oh, hell no. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, we had like a whole like outro making fun of you, and like our test was to see if you'd listen to it and get all mad at us. And he failed miserably. Failed miserably. Doesn't even listen to his own show. Doesn't even listen to his own show when he's not on it. That's the worst part. Well, my initials do spell douchebag. Uh, yes, they do. That's your Twitter handle. It does represent a certain place of people's. <laughs> um. I don't know. So what's been going on? What's been going on with you, Dave? Why are you on the road? Uh, well, I just left school at a good old 7.30 at night. Why? I, I mean, this this project better be amazing. Well, I'm multi-threading a robot that will shoot down, um, go through a city, a city that gets built, uh, will recognize um, drones and stuff and uh, shoot them with North doors. So, okay, so you got to track drones... Find a way. Yeah. How do you track the drones? Do you just follow other radio signals? No. Uh, vision. Um, vision processing. Vision, vision processing? Yeah. On the camera. Nice. That sounds awesome. So then so then you got to recognize drone. What happens if a drone is not like a normal shaped one? What if it happens to shaped like a dolphin? Will it still pick it up? So the thing is that he will be <laughs> giving uh, all the drones. <laughs> like... I just asked if a drone was safe like a dolphin, it would work. I, I can't hardly hear you guys sometimes. Oh, well. Sometimes? All the so, time. All the time. But you make sure I was on... Uh, that probably won't work. No, it'll, it'll mute out everything, and then you'll come through the mics instead of... Yeah. Yeah, it'd just be crappy. So we're just going to have to yell at Dave. Some nothing more difference. No, nothing no different from what we so, normally yeah. do. So what you do with vision recognition is you get a whole lot of different pictures of it, uh, of all different angles, and then you just uh, pretty much just go on to you recognize the shape of the drone and stuff like that. <laughs> There's a whole lot more to it than that, but... I, he dumbed it down for us. That's the first. I dumped it way down for you guys. That's first. I. You know what I do? You know what you I do? Stop into force. You know what I you know what I do to find drones and and take care of them. You with a shotgun, like you texted me last night. Yep. So I don't have a shotgun. I need to buy one first. So I have to buy the shotgun first. You could borrow mine to shoot it down. 
That's not big enough. He needs to be bigger. It's not big enough. No. Why well, does it have to be bigger? Because I'm a man. That you, you, that's my. You're look. Are you talking about my 1022 or are you talking about my shotgun? Your shotgun. My shotgun's too small. 12 gauge, right? Yeah. Or 20. Is it 20 gauge? It's or 12 gauge. 12 gauge. That and it's got a full bore on it, so like a full choke. Sorry, full, so, full choke. Yeah, so it can hit a drone. Like, no problem. <laughs> is it just a dual barrel? Two shots? It's, it's not a dual barrel. It's a bolt action. So, so you guys have to actually actually How many think rounds? about shooting it down a drone. Three or four. Three or four. No, not. I need at least ten. Okay, that's because you suck at aiming. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit on me one. No. Because once it comes down, I gotta put four more into it for good measure. Well, that's what you do. You <laughs> pop it down. And then you get about 10 yards away and just melt it through from there. Get that full choke action going in on it. Yeah. I mean, but I have to have 10. Just because. Cause people... That's illegal in Washington, actually. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's illegal to hunt with in Washington. It's not legal to own. Nah. You shouldn't be hiring. Not... Drones aren't animals. <laughs> drones are. They are. <laughs> with all these drones, new electrical drones, products. Drones like matters, too. We need hunting laws for drones now. Sorry, we, yeah. have, we have a live audience today. Uh, yeah. They're being loud. <sighs> but yeah, so, yeah, story time. Brett. I, you know the funny part is, last week there was something awesome happened, and it was amazing, and it was great, and then I don't remember what it is at all right now. I almost got ran off the road today. That's awesome. So his truck just, I'm driving down Willows, or not Willows, it was before Willows. And I'm just going down the road, and I'm in my in the right lane, getting ready to take a right onto Willows Road off of in Redmond, and all of a sudden, randomly, this truck just starts moving over, so I, like, beep my horn at it, and it just keeps coming, beep my horn at it again, and then I hit the brakes and avoided the accident. I should just let him hit me. I need yeah. a new car. Right? <laughs> it's like, whack. Ooh, oh, dang. Darn it. Looks like you're buying me a new car, I love bro. it when I'm, like, I'm like, sitting there, and I'm like, we, our Jeep's got a really stupid high payment. And it's just like we bought it because we needed something right at that moment. It was a stupid decision. And it's just like every now and then, like I'll, somebody will be like swerving into my lane, and I'll, I'll make it if they hit me. But you know, like you you slow down, you slightly leave the lane, and you blare down on your horn, and then you have that five seconds of regret of ooh, I have cap insurance. If you hit me, I wouldn't know what a thing. <laughs> well, if he hit, it'd been his fault. It'd been all yeah, his insurance problems. His insurance, so it wouldn't have been a big deal. It's like oh, I can start my financial life over, which is stupid because I. I owe nothing on my car. My car is paid off. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh... I just want another car. I just I want, want a new car. I just want a new car. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for it. I just want something new. Something brand new. I want a motorcycle. Is actually what I want. I need a motorcycle. So I get home in less than three hours every day. Yeah. <laughs> spend three hours. Just, just, I'm tired. The commute's getting old. Okay. But, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I had great stories. That was the funny part. I had a really good story. Okay, let's skip the one that can't think. Oh, you, do? you know the funny part is it's about your kid, too. Is it? It's about your kid. I don't remember what he did, but it was hilarious. Wasn't pooping in front of me this time. I know that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I had a poop he story said something. He had. He said something. I don't remember what he said. Or was it Katie? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I need to write these things down when they happen. I need to like put them in the show notes to jog my memory. Watch tonight. I'll, we'll be doing something. I'll be like, "Yeah, this is what happened. This is what happened." Okay, she just edited it. In. <laughs> I just edited it. In. Just like, hold on. Moment of silence for Brett's editing purposes. We need at least five seconds so he can extend it.
<laughs> that is so funny. Uh, okay. Uh, All right, okay. Tim, how about you? Yeah, so um, I have a couple. So, like, we had a... Thursdays are really good story days, apparently, at my job. And so I was working on the line, and all of a sudden my supervisor came by, and she had this stupid little piece of paper that was like, check which box looks like it's damaged. Check which box looks like it's not damaged. Little worksheet that I had to do because there was a safety committee and blah, blah, blah. But there was injuries last week, so we had to do a whole bunch of extra homework today uh, this week. <laughs> um, so anyways, we, I, I checked them off, and I did everything fine, and it looked okay. And she, and she started walking away, and I'm like, I'm letting you know that since you made me do that, I'm going to have like a crap ton of broken boxes today, and I'm going to be very upset with you. She's like, don't say that, you'll jinx yourself. So I jinxed myself, and I had 100 boxes I had to tape. I was counting, because they just kept coming down the chute completely torn to shreds. But that's not the funny thing that happened. So I was working on the line, and a box looked really weird out of the corner of my eye, and I looked at it, and I couldn't see anything unusual with it. And I'm like, I'll get there when I get there. It's like three chutes down, and I get I get that chute cleaned. I get the next chute cleaned. I go to that one, and there's a bunch of boxes. And I found that box, and it was taped around all the edges. There just should have been any reason I thought it was weird. So I picked it up, and right behind it was a banana peel. <laughs> a completely eaten banana, just eaten, probably one of the unload guys. It fell on the conveyor belt and was delivered to my chute. <laughs> so <laughs> it went through the whole system, and there's this banana on my line. And so I grab the box, and I throw it in the car, and my soup comes walking down the line. And I'm like... We need to talk. She's like, what happened? And I'm like, I got a box completely wrecked. You have to look at it. She's like, okay. So she walks down the line and it's hiding behind a box just right so she can't see it. We walk up and I back away from my line because it's like a little, like has a little dock right on it because it's like a really heavy bulk stop for rear door center. And I'm like, look at the thing. No amount of taping is going to fix this. <laughs> she comes and looks and just loses it. <laughs> She's got this banana that somebody was eating, and it was still it was like like turning brown and everything. It was gross. Uh, I had to deal with it for like a half an hour because I didn't have any time to throw it in a trash can. And uh, the soups can't touch boxes, and so she couldn't touch anything on the line. Yeah. And, and there was a steward watching our line at that moment, so she couldn't take it either. So I had this uh, banana, and you could just smell a banana for half an hour. Just stuck there, yeah. swafting. The other one is a victory. Um, Aaron and I have been playing a lot of Division this week. Like, we, we get about an hour in a day or something like that. I know. I've heard all about it. Yeah, someone's been a little bit worse when I'm not playing with him. But so, someone's been a little worse all the time. Yeah, so... <laughs> so someone's been verge of grounded for a while now. Better get your act together, boy. So, uh, I told you guys about the survival mode, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's like you have to like survive with an infection, you have to find yeah, food, yeah, water, yeah. And everything else. Fight like off players and fight off players and everything. So Aaron and I decided we're gonna go ahead and give this a shot. So Aaron oh, and I uh, are like, there's no way this is gonna be that hard. So we set it to PvP. And uh, the first round we get in, we didn't do too bad. We start off the round and uh, anyways we just get completely wrecked. Like three minutes into it, NPCs kill us. Yeah. And we're like, Well that was great and it's about an hour long round generally. Mm-hmm. So three minutes wasn't a very good run. Um, needless to say, so we get wrecked and then like everyone leaves and we got a four man and then like we get back into a game and like apparently there's a glitch in the game where you can make unlimited resources. Uh huh. We decided we weren't going to cheat, but every team we got into was like, we're going to cheat, we're going to cheat. And then because we wouldn't cheat, they got all angry and yelling at us and we're like, you know what? We're just going to go in with two of us. So this entire time we've been getting wrecked with four man teams, like no way we can survive. Our team's yelling at us. People are shooting at us. It's just not good. And so we go in with two, and we're going against teams of twos and threes and fours. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it, like, 
started out great. Him and I got our resources. We're getting some good gear. And then we come across a random guy and we end up pistoling him down. And Aaron got killed. And so you can't revive somebody from unconsciousness without a med kit. Mm -hmm. So I had to go hunt for a med kit. And I had to defend his body at the same time. Because if a player came by and killed him, they could steal his loot. And then knock him out of the game completely. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had to protect his body and look for a med kit. And I totally ended up dying to the second guy. He had a he had a machine he had an AK forty seven and I had a pistol and I took him down from uh, down from three bars to one bar with just my one bar of health against this guy yeah. and I'm like there's no way this should have happened if I had a med kit well first of all he'd be alive but I would have lived and killed the dude and so we get into the next round and it goes just as terrible we get killed by some random NPC right off the bat and him and I are like this is awful we are not gonna be able to do this so we went to the dark zone killed a couple things and called it a day. And then uh, yesterday we hop on, okay, give it another shot, not promising anything. We we go into it and everything starts working out and I, I, I end up killing about, you know, what, seven players, I think. <laughs> like, uh, just like, like, he claims he killed the other two. He put the last bullet in him. But, <laughs> but then I wounded the other five though. Well, that's a. technically a kill if you put the last bullet in them. It is. So if we're counting him putting the last bullet in, then he killed two. A but peanut gallery. I, uh, you, pre- you previously agreed to doing what? Nothing. No, you you had to say shut up. You had, you had to be quiet. Yeah, if you're going to be in the room, you have to be quiet. Anyways, so we, we, we're going through the whole thing. I, I end up just ripping people apart. And then it's like, I think it starts with 24 agents. And by the time we get to the Dark Zone, there's only five agents left. And all the agents are dying to NPCs. So, like, every, like, two minutes, like, it'll we get, like, a global announcement, kind of like the Hunger Games, that somebody's died. Yeah. Oh. And then so it's, like, it's just like, bloop, Boom. player has dropped. Boom. Players drop. That'd be cool if they played it in the sky too. Oh, that would be freaking tight. <laughs> but you couldn't see anyways because it's a blizzard. No, it doesn't matter. Like it'd be funny if it was just. You even see if it was light in, like, in the distance. Even if it was like, even if it was like a little thing in the corner, and it was like a picture of your of, like your that would be awesome. Or of, like your avatar. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be so cool. I wish they did that now. But yeah, anyways, you'll just get this little blue player has dropped. Boom, player has dropped. Boom, player has dropped. And so Aaron and I are like pooping and peeing ourselves because like everyone just like died all of a sudden and we're like what is going on <laughs> what did they not- find <laughs> what did they find and so we enter the dark zone the last team to make it to the dark zone but the last two alive out of 24 <laughs> only like 30 minutes into the game so we're slowly creeping through the dark zone picking up like all sorts of gear and we're building stuff we get our we get our viral uh, sample and we build our flare gun and we go and shoot the flare gun off and uh, you have to fight these cr- guys off they're called hunters yeah they're division agent killers they have specialized in killing off agents oh okay so they have like anti-agent weaponry they have like um, they have a pulse that just gives a, you a disruption wave so you can't use abilities while you're disrupted and all sorts of stuff to just wreck you over. And anyways, Aaron and I almost die to these guys and we finally kill them. The helicopter comes down and we just hop in the helicopter and we beat it. Right. And we got an achievement saying that only 3% of players that have ever played this game have actually completed survival. And yeah. we were among the 3%. Yeah, that's one of the things that they, that's like one of the still like... Like very few achievements you can achieve in that game, so it's yeah. ridiculous. So we are among the three percent, and then today we did it again. This time, completely wrecking it. We liked it amazing, 
we finished the game and we got the even harder to get achievement. We earned a master star ranking and are better than 99% of other players in the division in survival mode. Oh. oh only after five shots we got two diamond achievements in two days mm. interesting sounds like you guys are some good old 300 pounders yep <laughs> no but we only yeah. i only played like one round a day he was I playing know. like 306 i don't care probably how much he weighs all right anyways uh. hit the bump Oh. All right, hold okay. on. Hey, hold we're on. hitting the bump, David. Yeah, we're hitting the bump. Go. Mario. Do a barrel roll. Finish Headshot. MCM monkey sitting in the tree. K I L L I N G. I spelled it right. Away. Dip, 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 potato, dip. Don't bother. This was a one-way flight, mate. And we're back. It, did I ever tell you about the dip, dip, potato chip story I had with my boys? I don't know. I think Katie's done it a few times to somebody. I, I was, I was hearing something come out of my kids' rooms, and I didn't against room, and I didn't hear like we didn't have the baby monitor on or anything. So I'm hearing blah blah blah, and then another one blah blah blah. And I'm like, What's going on? I open the door, and Garrett and Shane, Garrett dip dip Shane potato chip. <laughs> Garrett dip dip Shane potato chip. <laughs> Just like, shut the door slowly and walked away. Uh, yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> no, no, nothing like a couple of teabagging toddlers. I don't laugh too hard. That was you too. You did that to me one day. All right. I think you've talked about the division enough. Yeah. Well, pretty much the only thing I had is just uh, they've been uh, giving PC players access to all the content early. That's weird. For experimental purposes. Oh. So they get everything prior, and they're getting tweaked, and it's kind of like early access thing going on. Eh. PC players paid the same amount as Xbox users did, but they get access to content sooner. I've, I've, well, that's probably because they have a smaller install base, so if they piss them off, it's not as big. They don't use many customers. Probably. That's probably what it really blows. And PC players are usually more forgiving for that, because that a PC player is usually a tinker, too. Or they're... As they usually build out their own box, or they spend a lot of money on that, so they're they're uh, more accepting of flaws than most other gamers. Console gamers spend their money and want it want it to work every time, no matter what. So I see that. I, that's probably good. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. It doesn't bug. That doesn't bug me too much. No, it bugs me just because. But I just had to mention it and throw yeah. it in there. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, what's what do you what do you have on this about the switch here? Oh yeah, so we got some uh, actual specs. Oh, so the, the actual specs from the switch? Yeah. Nice. <coughs> so I watched the video and wrote down a couple things. Um, they are gonna be using um SIM cards. No, not SIM cards. Uh, what are those little cards? Oh. SD cards. Yeah, thank you. I'm micro like, SD cards. Yeah, they're gonna be using not micros. They're not using micros. Well, regular um, SD cards. They're gonna be using regular yeah. SD cards that are capable of two terabytes of memory. SD cards, two terabytes of memory, um, 1080p maximum on the screen, 720 on handheld. Uh, they're not going to be supporting 4K design. Um, it's no shocker. That thing is way underpowered. Mm -mm. 
The charge time for the handheld is longer than the play time on the handheld. So depending on the game that you're playing, it has a better charge, but a really a low quality game for them on your handheld lasts three hours, while a heavy duty game lasts two. Okay. And the charge is three hours. So from empty to full is three hours. Yeah, that's no surprise. No surprise there. Yeah. That's that's actually kind of disappointing though that it's only mm-hmm. that only lasts that long. I mean that's not even not even a good car trip. It's not even mm. a good flight. I mean, there's like it's almost pointless. Yeah, and from what I can tell, there's no external charging device. I'm sure they'll have one, but it looks like you have to plug it into the dock to charge. So, like, let's say you are on a plane trip, uh, trip, plane trip from here to Korea, you can't charge it without the dock. So you have to have the dock anyways. Oh, that's pointless. And the dock covers the screen, so you can't play it while it's on the dock. Oh, jeez. So, I'll read a little bit more into that one, but that one is something I wanted to throw out there. Um, they're going to be going, it's going to have a 32 gigabyte inboard memory. So you'll have to buy an external SD card if you plan on doing any digital up yeah. or purchases. Um, and they're actually going to have both motion sensors and video capability on their controllers. So it'll, when you like show up, like if you point it towards an object, it'll be capable of picking it up with the accuracy of a Kinect. Really? Yes. That's cool. Even cooler is if you think motion-sensing controllers are awesome, how about motion-creating sense uh, controllers? So what the controllers will be capable of doing is putting a lot more of what's going on in the game in your hand by being able to create effects with weights inside the controller. Ooh, that's cool. So, like, it can simulate having a water filled with or a glass of water filled with ice cubes, and you can feel the ice cube shift. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I wonder if they'll be able to do something like, um, because uh, of that, if they'll be able to be with those sensors, if they do a driving, a driving game, so you'll twist the twist the screen or twist the whole thing while you're going, and if the weights will act as they'll put all the weights in one direction, and that will act as resistance. So like the wheel pushing back. They would be able to do that. So that's something that they have in their controllers. Like it's going to be really cool cutting edge technology on the controllers. That's really awesome. <coughs> um, the controllers themselves are going to have a 20 hour charge. And so the last for 20 hours. Yeah. The last 20 yeah. hours. And that's per controller. So there's two controllers. Um, they, I can't remember what they called them, but each controller is individually capable of being used on its own. It's going to have the four buttons and the, it's going to be like a little Wiimote, okay. two Wiimotes. Um, but with a built-in nunchuck instead of a little directional pad. That's that's actually that's, that's awesome. And then, okay, so the internet service will be free, but then a subscription will become optional and optimal. Yeah, I, it, uh, I think the way I was explaining sort of read about it, the subscription base is optional. You don't need to play online and all that stuff, but it provides you more security into mm-hmm. their servers and all that stuff. Priority uh, stuff. Priority. Like similar to how the old PlayStation networks used yeah, to be. It used to be. Also, it uh, it, it jumps you into the um, free games. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something similar like PlayStation, Xbox. So theirs, theirs is a little different. You don't own the games. You get to like basically lease them for thirty days. That's their game of the month for thirty days. So if you don't play in those thirty days, you don't you lose your opportunity to play it again yeah. after that. Which actually is kind of. <coughs> interesting because how many games for gold have you actually played uh i download them and i i i always get them and then stop the installation and so that, i just have them that's what i do too just to have them 
available. If I ever want to start playing them, I can play them. But they're in my library now. But I never, I never install them. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if this will actually drum up more interest in games because we're like, oh no, we have to play it. No, we have to give it a shot. This is really good. Well, I might buy this now afterwards. You know, yeah. and then you know, then as soon as this, as soon as the free thing's up, you put it on sale and like, hey, buy it for this much. It's like ten. We're gonna put it on fifteen percent off, and so you can keep playing. Keep. Who knows? Even maybe they even do that. Keep playing for twenty nine ninety nine or whatever. You know. So I think it's a. It's also a great little marketing tool. I just wonder how well it'll work out with the part that Xbox and PlayStation are saying. Nope, just have it right now, free. All you can have. All yeah, you but they are releasing big titles. Any input from you, Dave? Um, so, I understand the leasing point for a actually marketing team. They get someone interested in the game, mm-hmm. and so they can buy it. I mean, I'm actually surprised that, that Xbox and PlayStation is still doing the free to gold. Yeah, I'm really surprised, too. I'm not. It, it, it um... <coughs> apparently, the... Because there's some stats on that, like how many people actually play. About 20% of the people that buy them, install them, and actually play them, and then um, sales from a game for game for gold after a game for gold go up by 10 or 15% right afterwards. Just because, so let's say I start playing it, right? And it's only a 10, 15 dollar game, so I'm playing it. It's free for gold, yada yada yada, and I'm like, hey dude, you gotta check this game out. It's only like 10 bucks for you to buy. You know, it's like. I got it for free because I was games for gold. I missed it. Well, now someone buys it for ten, fifteen bucks. Um, so it it helps their sales too because it's that word of mouth mouth selling thing. So a lot of the one games are struggling. They just say, "Yeah, we'll agree to it." I don't think they make much money off of it, if any. But it gives the publisher an opportunity to kind of free advertise their game for a little bit. That I is mean, true. Uh, what's that game? Pole, uh, pool. <coughs> Uh, pool something. It was a pool game that was on free for goal forever, for like three months in a row. Uh, a table pool game that you had to buy. You could buy in for skins and pools and things like that, or you could earn them playing the game. Yeah. And new locations and stuff like that. Um, that that one took a massive jump in revenue of people buying the game. It was basically a free to play game with skins and all that stuff. So it's got a freemium game. Yeah. A freemium game. So you, you got it for free. You could play it for free, but if you really wanted to get into it to play and enjoy it, you had to pay a little bit of money. So they hooked you with it being free and then you kept playing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the free for, I think we're going to keep seeing free for gold. I and I if I'm not a hundred percent sure or not right, I know this works how it works for Steam, is a license isn't technically sold until the day you install it. Yeah. Like so Steam, if you have things in your library, you actually the publisher doesn't get a dime of the money going to Steam until the minute it's installed on your computer. Yeah. Which, Which is why they try to prompt you to install it as soon as possible. Um mm-hmm. uh, Steam doesn't. Yeah, it does. Oh, Steam doesn't. It goes right well, into it. It says, like, start your download now. Yeah. I, I always tell it no. Yeah. But, they, they prompt you to. But all that money, that's part of the reason Steam's kind of uh, always has a bunch of those flash shells for tons of things is because they're actually banking on you not installing that game and buying it at that crazy low price and just kind of forgetting about it. And then they never have to pay the publisher and the developer. They just bank that money. And that's, how, that's part of the reason why so many Steam PC games are there and it's no kind of skin off the publisher back because until you and you once you install it it has to pay them at whatever rate they bought it for so 
If yeah, they have the developer out in that way that they're banking off of that. Well, well the developer isn't getting anything until they install it, is yeah. what he's saying. But the but they're they're not also they're not also taking the hit for selling the game at stupid cheap price either. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of a it's a it's a weird double edged sword with the PC games. Yeah. But it, it's so far it's been a market that really really works. Mm. All right, mm. and then final final little tidbit on the Switch: the price has been announced. It's two ninety nine, right? Yep, two ninety nine. Yeah, that's they, what I figured. I figured for something so low, I would have actually figured it was two forty nine. I don't think it will stay at that price for long. Not no. in the American market. Maybe in Japan it will. No, but I, I don't might. Think it were. Like I'm, I, it's one of those consoles that I'm actually pretty excited about. Like just because of what it is. Um, and after hearing a lot about the specs, though, it's just been kind of like, eh. yeah. Like I want to, I want to see a little bit more output. Like uh, being able to charge it via USB stuff like that. You know, like where you could just go. Well, even if it was an actual like plugged in. Like well, I mean, I'm talking in. about like card rides and stuff like that. Being able to charge it, on I those. understand that, but I don't even know if you'd be able to generate <coughs> enough power to keep it going over a micro mm, USB. It's true. So I would just be okay with a way to play it on my couch or play it, keep playing it while I'm just sitting somewhere else, letting it charge. Yeah, type thing. Uh, I don't. I don't yeah, you, you won't have enough power over a 2.5 amp USB. You won't. I don't know. Well, I mean, they have it's they have a their tablet. Own. It's basically an overpowered tablet. Isn't it's a it? very overpowered tablet, yeah. And they have their own. They've had their own connecting port. It was. It's not a micro USB. It's something else that they've been using. Um, ever mm, since yeah, the uh, DS. The power draw of a micro USB is only two point five amps. Oh, uh, it can be drawn from it. Hey, Dave. Off the top of your head, do you know what the power requirements are for a C connector? Type C adapter Type- or. Type C is that new or is it Type C or Type Y? It's a new power charging cable they're coming out that's uh, reversible and universal. Uh, oh, the, the universal, uh, yeah, Type C USB connector yeah. that is like triangled on both ends. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, yet still going to be only two point five amps. I thought that one thing jumped up to four. Uh, I was, didn't hear anything about jumping up to four because that was part of the. Um, the versatility of it and the reason it could charge uh, phones and tablets so fast is because it could jump up to four amps. Yeah. Then the cable has to be a little bit thicker than the USB chargers. It's not the 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 USB charger itself. It's how thick the cables are coming out of it. Yeah, they're more closer in the lines with like laptop cable size. Yeah. So yes, they might be able to do four amps. Up to, I think it was three or four. I don't remember what it is. I'll have to look it up. Type I'm C looking connectors. it up right now. Type C connectors. All right, well, then this is basically my story, so I'll start talking about this. Um, oh, by the way, it's got a new IP. Darn. You totally stole that thunder, Dave. Sorry, it's one of the things I know about. <laughs> that's where that's <laughs> what's next on there. Yeah, so that's next on this. So, it's supposed to be an action game. Oh, yeah. Here, okay. So here, I'm going to read this real quick so we can discuss about So, uh... The whole reason this came out is EA was having their quarterly um, CEO financial meeting, which I actually sat in one with my company recently. Oh, my God. That's the story. Now I remember. What? The, so I was sitting in this meeting, right? And mm-hmm. it's a CEO brief to our entire company about the state of the company. And in the middle of it, he was like, to, to quote the, the great poet and philosopher. And I'm like, I'm waiting for some great name, right? Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and I just jump up and I said, 
This fool did just not call Kobe Bryant a great philosopher and artist or something like that, right? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and um, and I, I was just like, I was mind blown. Like, Bruh. and then he gave some quote. I don't even know what the quote was, but the point was that he just used Kobe Bryant as the great, the great artist and philosopher Kobe Bryant. I'm hey, like, wait, like you guys do realize with this Bruh. state and age. Our philosophers that people will look back on will be like PewDiePie and <laughs> other guys like that. I really think it's going to be like Bill Gates, Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, I'm talking about the millennial uh, generation getting old. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, those people will become philosophers in the next like 20 years, but we're talking like 20, 40 years down the road. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's the who's the Facebook creator? Uh, yeah. Mike Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg will probably be one of them. Mike Zuckerberg. Yes, yeah, Zuckerberg. That's Mike Zuckerberg. I don't think it's Mike. I don't know. Who cares? Matt. But okay, the IP. All right. So IP. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you guys what he really quickly what he said so you guys understand. Uh, as we are work, working hard to finish Mass Effect Andromeda, I want to take a minute to talk about our new IP. As our CEO. Andrew Wilson mentioned we were creating a unique IP that will bring players together in exciting new ways. There are much more to say in the coming months, but for now I wanted to offer a, this additional background. In 2012, we began crafting a new uni- universe full of new characters, stories, and gameplay. Our ambition was simple. Draw upon 20 years of developmental knowledge and lessons to create Something fun and new for you to enjoy with your friends. There's nothing quite as exciting as building a new IP from scratch. And it will be even more thrilling for us to share more with you in the future. So, and then uh, no one knew who the actual um, the de- uh, producer was until Byerwell pop, uh, piped up with a tweet uh, from... Um, Air, Ar, Ar, Arian, Arian Flynn, uh, who tweeted okay. about it and, and said they're excited to be working on this. Um, so, uh, Dave, since you seem to be all giddy like a schoolgirl, let's let's just hear what you what you thought thought about that statement. So, um, I know it's, I think it's going to be an action game, right? That's what the tweet said. Uh, it is going to be an yeah an action adventure game, as they said. Okay, so it's going to be a role-playing action game, which is... They haven't said nothing about role-playing, which is Bioware's big claim to fame is role-playing games like Bioshock, and I think they do uh, Fallout 4. Bioshock 2K. Bioshock 2K? Bioware's... Who does Bioware's? That's Fallout 4 then, right? Yeah. No, 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 that's... No, that's Bethesda. Bioware is Mass Effect. Mass Effect, okay, yeah, big and role. Dragon Age and Stories of Night, Stories of Public, and a couple other RPGs. AKA, pretty much any game Dave plays. <laughs> I did not, yeah, okay. So I knew I knew Mass Effect. I did not realize it was Dragon Age. Was yeah, you are a freaking Bioware junkie. He's a Bioware aren't you? junkie, yes. Is Dark they Souls Bioware? Way. No, no, that's um. Who is that? The publisher is goddamn. I know, it's right? Firmsoft. It's Firmsoft. Firmsoft. Yes. Not Softsoft. Uh, no, Firmsoft. It's, uh, it's from software. From software. Okay. Well, let's get back to our subject here. So it's a, it's an action adventure game. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can see where that. Let's see if they have the tweet in this. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go to Twitter right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end of the, uh, the fiscal year, our, our uh, BioWare study will be de- developing our new IP, said Wilson. So Will- Wilson, the CEO, said it in an earlier address, and then the um, Flynn talked about it later. Um, so, it's, okay, okay, I'll, I'll read this real quick. At the end of the fiscal year, our, bi- our BioWare studio will be developing our all, an all-new IP, a clean sheet design with new co- concepts, new gameplay me- mechanics, and new stories set in a unique universe. This game has the potential to fundamentally disrupt the pl- the way people think about an action title. Brings friends together to play in an ex- exhilarating new ways. We're very excited uh, about the future of this new franchise and the ability to attract large global audience. Hmm. So, a new action player based on uh, a new action IP that's um, nothing about role playing. So, I believe they can do the action game. Like uh, Mass Effect is pretty close to an action game. Uh, I'd say Mass Effect 3 definitely veers better into that range. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the Mass Effect series. I wouldn't say 1 and 2 are. Well, 2 is really close to action. Yeah, that one's closer to, really close to action. <coughs> I do believe they can pull it off. Well, the story okay. behind it will be good. What type of action, though? I mean, are we talking about a shooter action? Are we talking about... Uh, a melee-based action? Because they're talking about it in a new and unique way. So I don't think it's going to be like uh, anything like we we might have seen. We might actually, you know the whole thing we are talking about, having a melee-based action-adventure game that's fully in-depth and immersive that's co-op, they might, that's about the only thing I can think of. That would be awesome. That's really brings to the, uh, it brings to the, to the studio audience, something that we've never seen is some way we can co-op together in a um, melee-based, very smooth mechanic uh, design, which I think they can do because, well, frankly, they've been working on it for five years now. There, there's probably a good chance this game, and they, I think they're somewhere in the tweet that they'll be bringing it out next spring. Yeah, I'm, I'm, which I'm, I'm is assuming perfect time if for they a game it, like this. If they're going to do that route. <coughs> What I would personally hope as a gamer is they don't do a like a DPS play on it. Um, so like a better description of that is like you know how World of Warcraft works. Like you have a certain amount of time before you can attack. You have a certain amount of time before you can use abilities. Dragon Age is the same way. You can only attack so fast. You can only ability to f- so fast. You can only do that. T- timing is more important than anything. Yeah, timing is more important than anything. What I, I don't enjoy about gameplays like that is it takes a very large amount of skill out of it. I mean. It's not skill, sorry. That's I think that's the wrong term. Like finesse, finesse is a better term. Yeah. Because you can only attack so fast, you can only do this so fast, and you roll random chances to dodge and stuff like that. I kind of want to well, say. It. I think it actually takes more finesse because then you have to learn how what supposed to play at certain times, what's good against certain people. Yeah. So uh, skill, I can say that is better, but but finesse is just when you're like more is more descriptive to movement. Than it is like timing. So, 
It's two death removals. That's what it's. Yeah, so I mean, like, a game where you can actually, like, actively roll around and attack from different angles and actually throw off the thing that you're fighting would require more, like, a, a more finesse style playstyle. I'm just using it as a word to separate the two descriptions. That's I'm wondering that's all if I'm they're doing. going to go towards something more like Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls is is, is like very much like that. It's not a DPS based. It's very much based off of what you can do, and, and but you don't have to build a weapon to attack at a certain rate. I mean, like you have, if you want to attack fast, you grab a dagger. If you want to attack stupid slow, you grab one of those giant ass wee handers. Yeah, start well, swinging. <laughs> well, I wonder is because they, they say it in a very unique way. I mean, I I wonder if how they're gonna. Are we going to? Are we? Is a unique way going to be just the world and environment is going to be unique, and it's going to be crazy stupid, or is a unique way going to be like, I don't know, maybe we're based in the super far past and we're playing as Japanese samurai or something, yeah, and we're our our job is to be or ninjas or something, you know, and we've got to basically take on this entire force and sabotage things and do this in this massive open world and, uh, you know. Take on adventures as as a team in stealth manner and stuff like that, which would be interesting. Which would be a crazy interesting way to look at it. Um. So, I, I'm. When, when do you we'll think find, what? We'll find out when the trailer hits at uh, E3. Do you think we'll see this at E3? Yeah, we'll see at E3. I don't think. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, probably E3 would be about the time we're gonna we're gonna see the big announcement for it. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited to see where this is going to go and how this is going to turn out. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Bioware we trust, so which is such an odd statement. But so, yeah. So guys, I I'm going to have to hang up. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, but before we go to it, so Bioware also works on Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, yes, yeah. they do. So. <coughs> Throw that out there as a possibility. That's a, not a new thing, though. That's not a new IP. Uh, it would be. It would. It still would be a new IP if it's still that. No, it well, it's game. not a new intelligent property. I'm not talking about redoing the uh, old, old Republic. I'm talking about making a different Star Wars game, a uh, more multiplayer-based Star Wars game. Still doesn't qualify as intelligent property. Yeah, uh, I think because because Disney owns it. I. I don't know. I it might if it's a new series though, Dave. It would be. Yeah, it would be. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying it's if a possibility. It, yeah, I don't. I don't know though. And I think it's intellectual property. Yeah, that. I don't know if it would be that. I mean, like I don't know. Night. If it was like Knights of the Old Republic or something beforehand or something after. I don't know. I. I don't. Yeah. Think, so all intellectual property is is something that you have to get a, a copyright for. So mm. really, it's such a broad term to say we're getting a new IP and state that is creating a new game. In this case, they state that they're creating something new yeah this time they're saying a clean sheet design with new concepts that's not star wars a clean sheet design i was throwing it out there i'm uh, not saying uh, it was star wars I, I don't want to call this whole little statement that he's probably spent hours typing out and making very articulately making sure he said in a very pacific manner but a clean sheet design. Star Wars is not a clean sheet design. I don't think we're going to look at another Star Wars. I think we're looking at something cr stupid, crazy, weird. Um, what it's ever based off of, I don't know if it's going to be based off of anything. But I don't think it will. <coughs> but uh, Dave, you have to roll? Yeah, I have to roll. How much, right. time, how much time do you have? Do you have a couple seconds? Yeah, sure. All right. 
Uh, question uh, of the week. Question of the week. We'll, 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 I'll tell you. Uh, question of the week is, you can finish this up real quick. Um, is a three-screen laptop at six grand worth getting? At six grand? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You want to elaborate for a little bit? You want to elaborate? Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> for me, um, man, I had one screen today. It made my work so much harder. I was sitting on the floor for most of the day testing. Um, if I had three screens, it would have speed up my sped up so much quicker. All right, so for you and a programmer developer lifestyle, three screen, a th- three screen laptop that's semi portable is makes it worth your while. Yeah, even at this price point of six grand. Yeah, even at six grand. I mean, like right now, would you endeavor in your current situation, where you're at in life right now, going to school and everything else like that, set six grand aside over time to purchase yourself a laptop? Not right now, but once I get into my field, hell yeah. But but that that's a little bit different. During that point in time, it's like you're gonna have the the disposable income to do that, but as a yeah, as a consumer, so when I have disposable income, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking as a consumer though, because for your line of work, you're not personally going to want to purchase this laptop because this laptop is not going to be usable in your work environment. You're going to have to use the property of the company that's provided to you. Mm-hmm. So, would you still buy yourself a three-screen laptop for your own personal use? Oh yeah, because I do my. I do the stuff I do at school and at well, at work. I'll probably be doing it at home too. I still do it at home. Okay, that's, all right. That's just the question of the week. All right. So, um, well, hey, man, uh, take it off. Take it easy. Yeah. Uh, uh, text me when you guys get on tonight. Um, we're probably getting on half an hour. Yeah, we'll probably get on. Susan's is over. I don't plan on. Okay. Doing it. We're we're basically almost done with the games, and there's not much after that. Aaron yep. has an email. That's about it. We'll okay. That. I'll see you guys later. All right. See you later. All right. Later. Personally, shaking my head. Six grand laptop? Too much. I would spend three grand. I would spend half of that. Yeah. But I three, mean, three grand is two generations from now for that laptop, probably. Yeah. You probably wait until it's not the newest. Yeah. I thing. mean, like, I, I was looking up the, I was looking up the prices again. Because I wanted to look a little bit more into it the other day. I went on Amazon and priced out different like desktop screens and stuff like that. I can buy 25 monitors and 7 splitters and a decent laptop for that price. So I could just set up 800 monitors in my house and set up docking stations at that price. Like I understand the convenience of just being able to like, plip, 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 good to go, but... Uh, what does the price of convenience get overridden by? Holy crap, this is cheap. Yeah, I, I don't, <coughs> I don't, I don't necessarily think that six grand reeks at a price point that I would say. Yeah, I really, <laughs> frankly, I'm more in the in the market now of less size and more portability. Yes, <coughs> I, I per- personally prefer my laptops now to be even smaller than they were. Um, like I have this big old gaming laptop and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm home all the time now. Like I don't think it's a funny thing. It's not it, a huge gaming laptop. I know it's that. a 15 inch screen. It's a 15 inch screen. It's not, you know, but, uh, 
But for six grand, I'm like, I'm thinking of I could build out a really sweet desktop at oh, two man. grand. My gosh, no, I'm or, like, or fifteen hundred probably. That would be just perfect. Yeah, you could get a liquid nitrogen cooling desktop for like three grand. Yeah. You could have like eighty five million and a half gigabytes of RAM. I could drop twenty terabytes of hard drive uh, space. I know. I just that I could drop the money on a Surface Pro for my portability system. And then buy a four key a four K super wide thirty inch monitor, like one of those big stupid wide ones that they have nowadays, yeah. and be be set. Like I'm just think that's perfect. So I, I just don't for six grand. I'm, if they brought it down to two or one, maybe and made the screens more feasible. But it's just I don't I don't know. I, I, it's such a unique the uniqueness. Mm-hmm is cool and i i don't disagree in some people's situations it's it's fine now if i was ever to work into an environment where i would constantly be out in the field and needing to make programming changes and having those three screens would be so so useful i needed a semi personal workstation set up on the go Maybe then, but I'm not going to pay for that. I'm going to make my company eat that cost. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I was trying to get forward to him. I mean, if he's going to he doesn't, program and He stuff. doesn't think that anything that makes his life easier, he's all about. Yeah. And he's willing to pay for. Just because yeah. he, he realizes how valuable his time is. Yeah. I mean, you see how much, he, you see he has, he was at school. This, he's, been, he's been out of the house since 5 o'clock this morning, and he's just now <laughs> pulling into his driveway. Like anything that could save him an hour in his work life, over an entire year, I I get kind of I understand where he's coming from, and that to him, it's worth the money. To us, it's not worth the money because we don't we're not frankly we're not programming fourteen pages of code and need to look at something that affects three things yeah. down the road on three different screens. I mean, I do it work all the time, but I have a system for I have a setup and I'm at my desk. Yeah, so this isn't a great desktop, but this is. Forty six hundred dollars worth of hardware here. It's Alienware, so that's just overpriced, anyways. But yeah, um, it's got six cores of overclocked up to three point eight gigahertz of speed, thirty two gigabytes of DDR four RAM. That would be my only complaint so far. Um, one terabyte of SSD, two terabytes of HDD, um, a Blu-ray burner, uh, two NVIDIA GTX nine eighties uh, at four gigabytes apiece, and Windows seven. And then you'd be able to plug six monitors into that <laughs> have that speed up your work david six monitors pl- <laughs> yeah <laughs> and at that price but yeah no that's like that's my only like the problem with that that only i don't have a problem with the three screen laptop i would love one mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say they're on a, like they're it wouldn't be useful in my life but Six grand is so much money to blow on a single piece of hardware. I, I I agree with you there. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it in our given situation. But in David's situation, I can see it. But and how much do you want to bet it's going to be like three or four years down the road he gets one of those, even if he starts his career this next year? Well, after it's released. I'm going to say it's not going to be an immediate thing because he doesn't listen to the podcast anyways. Um, so I'm gonna, this will be a personal thing between you and I. I'm thinking years down the road he'll get that. He will be more likely... If it's still available, if it's if it's still in the market it and it sticks, he will. 
he's uh, he's uh, he is a tech guy. He's okay. a tech junkie. I'll say two years. Uh, uh no, because he's still money smart. I think it'll be three, three, three. Because okay, so three. If it's past three, I win. Okay. Okay. What are we gonna bet on this? Let's uh. God, you have you have to put this put this in a keep note that we share between each other. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like I'll, I'll remember. I remember for stupid long periods of time. I still have to break a plate over my cousin's head. It was a promise I made him fifteen years ago. Jeez, um, that sounds so stupid. It was it was funny. I was making a joke, and he's like, "Well, you can do it in fifteen years." I'm like, "I'll remember that," and he's like, "No, you won't." <laughs> he was like twenty at the time too, so it was just like he's like, "This kid's such an idiot." It's like, no, this kid has like a photographic memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Let's, I, I'm, a, I'm a fa- always a fan of the of, of a uh, like a, like, a, like a cheap restaurant kind of thing, cheap lunch meal yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and no, I'm with you there. Like a burger, get a burger someplace, not like like a like a Robin like Red Robin, Robin yeah, burger. Yeah, 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 like under twenty bucks. And I'll pay for the Uber driver home. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go down to the bar down the street then. It's true. Yeah. No, we'll do that. So, um, I'll I'll pay for the burger. We'll hit up a place that we need an Uber to get home with after that. Just stumble home and walk at the mile and let pass go down there. Uh, not like this the road right here is so friggin' dangerous. Like running it like on the weekends is oh, like seventy six. Yeah, I know. I don't touch it with. I don't. Not one seventy six. I'm talking about a thirty eighth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. you're just like people are all over the place, and like when I'm waking up, people are just getting out of the bars, and it's just like, eh, why am I out here? It's a little sketchy. It's yeah, a little, little sketchy. Day. It's stupid sketchy. Yeah. All right, let's get back on track here. Yeah. Anyways, um, so. Funny article I found. Um, have you ever heard of Kotaku? Kotaka, the developer? No, or it's the producer? A, it's like a like a little media outlet. Kotaku. Uh, where's in the show notes? Um, if you go down to, uh, it's in the show notes. It's the GameStop one. It's a website. I'm not sure about the relative like believability. Oh, of it. GameStop. I want to say Kotaku is a website that you can look to for decent information. But yeah, so GameStop corporate has now set up a system Mm -hmm. for their employees that if they have a customer that comes in they have a quota to meet with it they need to make sure they sign up for a pro membership gotcha they need to buy a pre-owned product they need to buy a new product and they have to pre-order a product they have to do all four of these things every time a customer comes up to your window they have to push all four of those on. They have to put no. They have to sell them. So let's sell say, them or push them. To be sell sold. them. Sell them. Not push them. So the only way to get one hundred percent for every one you get is twenty five percent scoring on a transaction. For every single one you get is a twenty five percent towards that. However, there's a certain percentage you have to have for all of them as well. So not only do you have to sell these to get these one hundred percent transactions, and you have to hit a corporate goal you're just going to annoy the crap out of your customers so what happens is is let's say a pre-order hits um let's pick a big title uh andromeda growth andromeda hits they sell 300 copies of andromeda at a gamestop which i think is is fair i mean a gamestop not across the board a singular store a single store one of the like one of the people employees that works there that night sells 300 new copies during the rest of the month he has to sell used products and other things to make up for the 300 new copies of a video game he sold so he's just sitting there because some major ip dropped 
and they're they're like, hey, he's and they he happens to work the shift where they announce it, and they, everyone's in the store that night buying two hundred, three hundred copies, and so he gets all those sales. So now the rest of his month is spent just saying, hey man, hey, hey look at this game. No, you don't want to buy. You know, you don't want to pre-order that. Yeah. And so it has caused employees to lie about having new copies in stock and games. They have turned customer employees have they have turned business away. They've turned business away because they get penalized so terribly. It's so the problem is called the like the life cycle is what they call it. It's the gaming life cycle. You get like that way it's all recycled and they, most of their money is from used product. The, the, Don't get me wrong. That's 85% of their profit. The, uh, I was actually um reading about a game GameStop's business model is they make uh there there was for a time uh so they they make so little much money off new games that when they use American Express they lose money. Yes. So and that's just because American Express yes. charges the company stupid amounts. Stupid company. Like working in the banking industry, the only company that irritated the crap out of me in the credit card industry, and tell me, I'll let you know, there are a lot of crappy credit card companies, but the worst is American Express. Not because they give great benefits to their consumers, but because the people that accept them get charged so much. They can get charged up to 5% on every transaction you take. Well, I know that. And that's the reason why they have so many, That's why the rewards program is so amazing. Because they don't pay for it. They don't pay for the, it. They're, 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 they're passing the cost off. Which is <coughs> funny. It's like I always wondered why American Express is like is American Express take it anywhere or something like that, right? Isn't there a thing? And I'm starting to see American Express just start to drop off. Yeah. No, and people won't take it. I mean, like they don't legally have to take American Express. They had to buy special devices. They had to have special contracts. They have to have like lock-in contracts. They have to have all sorts of garbage to do it. There's no reason to carry American Express other than you might have two or three upset customers that actually have American Express. Costco oh. dropped American Express. Well, Costco drop anybody they don't they don't like. Yeah. Well, what I find funny is your dad had a huge problem with them dropping American Express, but he has problems with everything. But uh, yeah. he was just so upset about it, and it's just like to the consumer, it's an amazing company. As a member, it's upsetting that now I have to get a visa, whatever. But visas are just as ex- are accepted universally comparatively. Um, and all sorts of different things off the board, but people are so upset about the American Express. But we digress. Yeah, we, we, we we maneuver along. Yeah, so but yeah, so GameStop has these limitations, so you have to sell certain products at certain times and a certain percentage. The worst part is if you only sell one product during that transaction, it ruins the average for the rest of the month. So like let's say I go in there, Fallout 4 is on sale for 7.99. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I pick up a copy of Fallout 4. Yep. And I leave after only buying that. I screwed that employee out of three points at, to his average because I didn't pre-order a game. I'm already a pro member, so that doesn't count. And I didn't buy a new product. I just bought this game for eight bucks. So by me going in there and giving business to GameStop, I ended up ruining one of their employees' reviews. You know, you know, you know the you know the funny part is, you know what this means? Just not gonna go into GameStop. I'm not gonna go into GameStop. I am not gonna give a business my business, <laughs> yeah, which is stupid because I actually like go like. Uh, I love going into GameStop. It's like one of my favorite, like swing by things. Yeah, and it's awesome. You know, it's such a great little spot to go to. Yeah, uh, especially if you're looking for just used games. Wish they had. Wish there was. I still wish there was a digital trade in market. 
digital oh, copyright. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's just one thing that places needs to go. Um, so, uh, so the whole we'll touch up, the Samsung Note next same week. Same thing next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's part of that. So uh, we talked about the uh, question of the... Uh, do we want to talk about deals? Are we, are we moving into others and stuff? Um, I think we're going to move past deals. And there wasn't... There wasn't a lot. There was nothing really going on. Um, I think there was one game I wanted to mention. I'll look at it real quick. Ark is on sale again. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, that one's seventeen fifty right now, which is actually a really good steal. Is the Humble Bundle worth anything? Uh, Humble Bundle? I'll pull it up. I'll pull up the Humble I got the Humble Bundle. I got the Humble Bundle. Assassin's Creed Unity is 60% off. Uh, which okay? means it's still like, I think it's normally 30 bucks. It's like 20 bucks. Uh, it's going to be on EA. Yeah, actually. it's 12 Oh, no, it's, it's a Ubisoft. It's cheaper at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> Go screw that employee over for twenty uh, $2.50 off. Yeah, yeah. Do it. But no, they're gonna they're gonna suffer from that. I'm hoping, and if anything, they better lose their employment base. And another funny thing is they actually don't change the hours that you have for your employees during holidays. So, like, let's say you're a manager and you're working a store with five employees, you're only authorized to give each employee 38 hours of work if they're full time, and t- think it's 24 hours if they're part time. So, if you go into the holiday season where you're super busy and slammed and your salary paid the store the company expects you to work extra hours to make up for the fact that you can't have employees no you ain't you ain't paying me i ain't showing no they do it's your salary paid so you're being forced to pay be paid wait so all their guys that work in those places are salary only the managers so the managers are salary so let's say uh they run a store open seven days a week Okay, he's allotted five employees to work there. Yeah, including himself. So he only has four employees. I think that I think they're all full time. So they have he has four full time employees that can only work thirty eight hours a week. Keep them under forty. Got it. Seven. So you have to keep them under under forty hours. So they don't have to give them benefits. Yeah, it's they don't have to give them. Well, no, no, no. no. It's uh, thirty two hours for benefits now for full time. Okay. Well, that's why is that Washington State? Um, that's federal. Federal. Yeah. So. You do that, see so times four. It's 152 working hours. Then your store is open. Let's say it's open. At, it opens at eight in the morning, nine in the morning. Opens at nine and closes at nine. We'll give it a 12 hour day. Yep. It's seven days a week. I think it's should... 84 hours. Okay. You have to dual layer employees, so the 154 divided by two. That means. Seven hours so far, not including lunch breaks, is unmanned, based off of company policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to run the store with one person on a frequent basis, which is ridiculous. You have somebody in there with cash. Nobody else is washing them. You get there, it's not safe to have an employee working alone in a, bu- a building anymore. There's all sorts of business practices wrong with it. Um, and then you add lunch breaks into the mix. You have... I, you know, the funny part I is, I wonder how many times that, that employee is actually by himself with the manager in the back doing managerial things. He's like just in his, sitting up in his little office doing stuff. But that's what I'm saying. You have to have the manager there. So the manager is going to make up for all the slack. So when they can't have a dual layer employee, they have to have the manager has to be there. So, yes, this is the problem with salary and management positions, and people should really think about it before they jump into it, <coughs> is... The company will not pay you overtime, so you will have to pick up the slack where they feel you need to. So you will work 50 to 60 hours, generally making less than hourly employees per hour Mm -hmm. because of what you have to do. Yeah, that's why I'm never – how do I put this for you? I am all about salary 
with a 40 limit cap. Yes. You're guaranteed to be paid 40 hours. And once you reach 40 hours, you are now on, it, at the very, very least, flat rate. Right. At what your hourly rate is. Uh, because um, companies take advantage of it. Yeah, companies do. And it, it's, it, it puts you into this, your work's more important than your time. And you're giving your time too. And the like, if you have a, the funny part is with salary is if you have good, if you have a good management system. So let's say you had to work 10 hours on, you need, you need to get this project done. It has to be done by Thursday. So you put in four 10 hour days, right? You just, you had to get it done. If you have good management, they'll be like, man, the project's done. We're, we're completed. Work, work from home, quotation marks, all around work from home. Basically, take the day off, stay in your house, chill out, enjoy your time. You know, in this situation, he's the only one there. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. You know, that should be salary up to 40 hours and then his flat rate of 20-something bucks an hour yeah, after, after that. that. Yeah, and that, that's something that needs to be done and that really needs to be just across the board. That's, like, a big problem with salary. So, well, all in all, don't work for GameStop. B, avoid supervisory uh, yeah. salary-paid positions because douchebaggery yeah that's just you're not gonna it's not gonna work out very well nope uh, uh by the way the um uh helmet bundle is like a um i don't even know what it, they don't they didn't give it a title is it a, is it a namco bundle i think so yeah it's a namco bundle i think so yeah namco bandai it's a but it got um ace combat horizon assault horizon which is actually really fun to play they haven't they haven't put out the last game, but Project Cars. There's a few fun a few fun Steam games in there that would be pretty cool to play. That I'd say go for it if you can. Yeah, well, and then the monthly is what's the monthly deal? Hmm. I'm oh Total Warhammer. Total Whoa! Warhammer. They made a Warhammer Total War. What? Jeez, bro, it's on it's on Humble Bundle. And you don't even know. I, I don't I don't follow Warhammer at all, and I barely follow Total War. Oh, the Total War series is awesome. I haven't played the newest one. Well, I have, I have like a I have the I have Rome too. I haven't played it too much. I played Rome. Rome is like one of the best real time strategies ever developed. It's like it's in like the top ten. It's among like StarCraft. Age of Empires 2, and then Rome is up there. The original Rome by Total Rome. War. Yeah, I played Rome, and I think I played Rome. I played. I put almost 100 hours into Rome. Rome's amazing. Because just building out the empire, you never stopped building. And then it got so big, it was hard to control. You couldn't do anything. You're just like, what am I doing? And then like you look at the clock, and you're like, why is it a week? For- <laughs> I just have been like, look at the clock last. It's it's like one of my favorite games of all time. We, yeah. we picked it up from Walmart for like 10 bucks. And my dad and I were like, oh, I guess we'll play it. Have you played Total War when they did America during the Revolution? Yes. Uh, I have that. I have that one, too. No, I have the I have the Neo- uh, Napoleonic Wars. No, I have the one when they're I, yeah, in the Revolution. I think, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. The Civil War type things. I think it's something like that, but yeah. It's like it's like Total War Americas or something like that. It's Total War the Revolution? American Revolution? Something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. So we talked about, uh, so Empire Total War. Empire Total War. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Aaron sent us an email. He just forwarded me an ad from the division uh, that I got on his computer from Ubisoft. 
about you know discover it's, the truth and you talking and, about the pts the, what i was going to talk about earlier yeah it's, it's identical to it's just it's, so funny he's like yeah i just sent i sent him a, i sent him an email i'm like well, just send it to the like nallen brothers thing so we can all look at it it's like oh i only sent was a video and i'm like it's not how you send an email yeah, ask Aaron. a question. You state it. I it's, told him that too, and he said, "Send it to the podcast." And he said, "Okay." And he said he just forwarded on the same thing that I had. The funny part is, my Gmail automatically grouped them together. Grouped my the one that I got from Ubisoft is my ad, and then <laughs> the one he sent me it just pulls them both pulls them both up. And I'm, so I'm looking at my ad and then his ad, and he hasn't said anything on it. I'm like, Aaron. But other than He's that, 11. no other He's emails, 11. anything like no, that? No, nothing else. Uh, so, uh, next week's question of the week will be, um, so there's been some, uh, so we'll preface this real quick, so if you want to look at your stuff. Um, Samsung is kind of uh, trying to repair their image, and they're getting prepped for their, you know, it's, it's that time for the next line of uh, S-series phones to come out. Uh, so, would you... Buy. Let me put that in the right type of buy, not that one. <laughs> Would you buy a Samsung phone or tablet again after the Note 7 disaster? Yeah. So we'll talk about that we'll next week. We'll talk about it a little bit more. We'll talk very, very in depth. Hopefully David will be able to join us because yeah. we're actually, weirdly enough, I think everybody in this on this podcast is a Samsung phone user. We, do, we are, yeah. Like I... I I'm, I'm the only one who kind of crosses over to Apple whenever I feel its phone's better than Samsung's. But well, I'm, I've I've owned a Samsung phone since Samsung One, the S One, and I have bought. So I buy I buy odd. Kim buys evens. Really? Yeah. So her phone's always the gen. So she's always she's always been the two four. She'd been on the. She would actually have been on the S. Uh, Doesn't she six. have? An S, she has an S Note Five, right? She has a Note. She wanted a Note. So I went to the Note Five because the Note Six didn't come out, and it, oh, it yeah. was too soon for this. It was before the Seven, which I'm so glad I didn't jump. The way My gosh, force her to wait from the Four. But more windows would have been open in your life. <laughs> I know, right? She'd probably end up with an S Seven Edge in yeah. there for that. Yeah, she didn't want the Edge. She can't stand them for some reason. It bugs her. But she likes the Note. I I really did was thinking about jumping on the Note bandwagon and getting a Note next. Um, I was thinking about trying to force myself to wait for the Note 7. I'm kind of glad I went with the S7 first. Um, so, but again, the question of the week for next week will be after would, the fiasco. After the, yeah. After the Note 7 fiasco, would you buy a Samsung phone or tablet? Mainly phone. Let's stick to phones. Yeah. So, what would you buy? Would you buy a Samsung phone after the, the Samsung Note 7 battery disaster? All right, and I think with that, Tim checking out. You can find me at Twitter at Rampage and Rooster, Xbox Live at Doctor Chicken, Xbox Live Club is those Nallen Brothers, and our Facebook is those Nallen Brothers. Yep. Uh, did you get the email? You can find us at Gmail at those Nallen Brothers at hey. Gmail and Twitter at Nallen Brothers. Yeah, you can email us at those Nallen. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at B.A. Nallen. Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live, Silent Killer 01, the only one. Um, well, at least the only one that matters. You can find David at BlickDeath59. He's on Twitter on DB Nallen, as he put earlier. Um, uh, you got a group out there, those Nallen brothers. You already talked about that. 
And I think that's about it. Yeah, been a good show. So, for, uh, for Brett Allen, Tim Reeves. This is now the Rose Podcast. See you guys next week. Ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> it's a ball.